This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, this is Dr. Drew, and you are listening to This Life with Bob Ford and Dr. Drew. Here we are. All right, everybody. Here Bob. we are. Here we are, Bob. Welcome. Here we are. It's Memorial Day, but we won't say that because it's not going to play on Memorial well, Day. Well, but okay. we got to cut that out. <laughs> He's already looking at you. Like, Bob. He's already doing his Bob head. <laughs> the third voice you're hearing is Ray Oldhofer. You know him from On the House with the Corolla Empire, the On the House podcast. Is it an empire now? Oh, yeah. You don't think oh, so? Oh, yeah, for sure. Him and Norm, it's an empire. Let me, let me get some business out of the way first. Of course, this life is courtesy of DrDrew.com. You mean and chattel, right? <laughs> please support the show by clicking on the Amazon banner there at DrDrew.com for all your shopping needs. You pay nothing extra, but we get to stay around as a result. This life also loves hearing from you. So uh, go to doctor.com slash contact and send us your questions. Mention This Life if you want to be a guest on this podcast. And uh, we'll have a new Facebook page coming soon for you to submit questions, but uh, we're building that right now. But in the meantime, uh, we are always reading your mail. For the Facebook uh, users, visit Dr. Drew Facebook page to send your questions for the time being. And again, mention This Life. And we, you know, Bob, we can't answer every question as much as we'd like to. However, uh, we will read them, and we'll be taking some of those callers and addressing some here on the show. And remind you, if you do submit a question, it this is not treatment. Please get treatment. Please listen to your medical providers. Uh, but this is for educational purposes. Yeah, it's funny. But most how people often, don't have medical. Well, no, they don't right. know who their medical advisor well, let's is. Do that We're going to get into a whole medical education thing all right, today. All right, all right. Yeah, but uh, you have to go look. You have to seek that out as an individual. Uh, we'll get into it, but no, also but tweet. Hey, I went to therapy yesterday, motherfuckers. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Tweet your about? suggestions at This Life Podcast or do at First Lady of Drew Love. Drew wants to get guests. through the announcements. That's right. Thank you for support. <laughs> you got the, how many? Yeah. It's like a freight train. There's like nine pages there. It, it, listen, the, my, the producer, we have on. a crack producer. Her name is Susan Pinsky at First Lady of Love. And uh, we need to. she does a good job and it'll keep her happy. Thanks for your support. And last but not least, always visit uh, thislifepodcast.com for updated episodes and events. Uh, also, thank you to Charles from Corolla Digital for his support in making the improvements in the studio. It's much better. Isn't it? Yeah, it's great. And uh, also Nate Putker, our sound engineer. Always and, uh, Nate the man behind that's right. the board. And, good uh, glasses, Nate. <laughs> and, Bob, you'll love this. She added this on here, too. Just keep them alive, available on iTunes. Oh, yeah. Bob. Yeah, that's there right. Are. That's I have uh, Let Them Die on iTunes. <laughs> and finally, the uh, again, the On the House podcast. That's Tell my people. parenting podcast. <laughs> Bob, for, uh, that's my theme is all you're in charge of is keeping them alive yeah. until they go off into the world. We, I need a pen, Susan, if you don't mind, too. Um, so let's jump right into what he talked yeah. about, because this just came up with Chris. He's been in the, uh, the hospital all week. Yeah. And so many people don't know how to interface with the medical community anymore. Yeah. And the medical community, because of malpractice and laws and mm-hmm. lawyers, yeah. they don't tell you what they're trying to figure out. Right. Because she afraid. had the fucking flu. Yeah. They asked her instead, like all these millions of questions, because yeah. they didn't want to say you have pregnant, the flu. Bob? Six months pregnant, and she had the flu and dehydrated. But they're yeah, asking, but, do you have diarrhea? Did you have a but temperature? Bob, you, can't, you, have- you can't. Listen, that's how we're trained. It's called ruling out. We start. I know. Hey, hang on. That's how we think. We start with the dangerous things first. We rule them out, and as we move down the ladder of what are called differential diagnoses, once we've ruled everything out. Then you got the flu. <laughs> no, it's not funny, but that's how we do. It. We don't we don't start with the flu. It ends up being salmonella. You you rule all that stuff out first. You it could have been hyperemesis. So gravid- they start with Zika virus. Look, 
It's not Zika virus. Could have been hyperemesis. Well, it could be because she's. <laughs> here's how we. Th- you don't understand how we, we look think. at you two. We 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 look. We take the data and a list develops in our head. The list includes. What's the worst thing of the list? Hyperemesis gravidarum, gallbladder disease, and some infectious diarrhea, like like a Salmonella or Shigella. And then, yeah, but what was like the Zika, first one you said? Hyperemesis gravidarum. <laughs> you just what heard that diarrhea. Mean? That means right? you really vomit till you can't. You know, you're it's so dehydrated. You're, you're dangerous. Yeah, and nothing can stop it. Okay. And, and but uh, don't people die of diarrhea? Yes, in the world. Yes. Yeah. But we have Third med- world, especially. Yeah, yeah. But we have. Well, you're a medical expert too. You were saying you didn't know how to ask a family doctor where to get drugs. No, you can't. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like mental health. I'm talking about people do not know how to do that. Right, and that's a tough one because I've been going to the shrink for, oh fuck, I hate the fess, 20, <laughs> twenty three years, you know, and I needed it. I went for eleven years. You went for eleven? Yeah. Yeah. What stopped you? Um, I, I did a full. I did a full. Clo- I did a three-year closure. I did a full cycle of therapy. How and long were you going for per week? Sometimes twice. Sometimes once. It did, and, and the Dependent. only place to go next really is psychoanalysis, which I'm. I'd love to do if I could find the time and the money and stuff. But it's. Yeah, I did a full cycle of you know initial initiation, maintenance, and then closure. And and during during the middle of therapy, like eight years in, I I was how she, brutal is it? It's awesome. And but she was sort of looking at me going, You're not really doing anything. I go, I know, I know. I guess I should leave. And as soon as I said that, boom, I started working again. So the leaving process became Made you clean the mirror. It it made me deal with the I, I was I was dealing with the attachment. Now I had to deal with the rapprochement, which is the leaving. Yeah, but and also like you don't even realize what kind of habits you're into. I don't even you don't realize you don't anything because you're in a weird. No one at home state. knows what you're talking about because no one's in therapy. Right, right. and they're well, not in therapy they because be. they don't know what therapy is supposed to do. Well, listen, it does a lot of. Do- the problem is, gentlemen, is we in mental health haven't decided what it's supposed to do yet, and so is it's it supposed, supposed to, to help you become a more realized self? No, you and I, with three of us believe that. And that's a that's a that's, that's a, a tough that's, that's a, a tall that's a luxury oh, I know. order. I mean, that's a luxury. wrong order. No, can I tell the story <laughs> with Dr. But, but before, Roland Kim, you, the greatest you can. I know, guy you can. in the world? Know, I've told hold, you it before. But, but hold on. But but is the is psychotherapy to make disease better? Is it to decrease symptoms? Is it to keep you safe? Is it create health, or is it to make you a realized self, as you say? Well, a realized I, self I think we need is two higher. versions. Yeah, Listen, there is. we need two versions. This is the greatest story. So I'm in therapy for five years, and, and twice a week. Real quick, right? real quick though. If you're interested in uh, Dr. Dan Siegel and I got to yeah, do a Siegel deep, from UCLA. Yeah, deep discussion about this in the Dr. Drew podcast. It's now behind a paywall, I think. But if you look there, you'll find the Siegel discussion. We get into this very deep discussion, like for an hour, about maybe creating another language. <laughs> well, it is another language. Well, no, it, as it it's pertains a more precise to, as it pertains to the realized self kind of psychotherapy, which is almost philosophical kind of a pursuit, to attach, as opposed to mental, as opposed and, to mental yeah. health, which is diminishing symptoms and but disease. The Symptoms associations will go away if you and become a healthier yourself. The symptoms, you know. You and I know that, of course. Yeah, but okay. take that daily. So let me tough tell you how work. I discovered this. So he's talking about therapy all the time. I never been in it. I went when I was in rehab. But finally, I go because I I really very suic- depressed. Right. So after about Did five you say suicidal? years, suicidal sometimes. All right. Right. So no, I'm with you. Sober. Hold on. Sober. Let me touch your hand. Sober. So I go sober to this and guy. suicidal. Yeah. That's so a good I band. go to this guy. Go for he, uh, immediately says you need to come twice a week and you need to sign up for this. I don't have time to waste my time if you're just looking for simple, you know. Problems, no, it doesn't right? take that. So after about five years, he goes, "You are you are solidly." I was dealing with my mom and stuff at work and whatever. Your and he's mom like, or you your are, sister mom? My sister mom. <sighs> so you are you are fully in second stage development, and I was like. The fuck are you talking about, Roland? I run a hospital. <laughs> right, he was working very diligently with me at the time. And yeah. and and he goes, I go, where have I? So I've been in first stage my whole life. And I go, what what are the stages of development? And he said, to fully realize self. And I said, where are you at? And, you know, because we had that kind of a relationship. And he goes, he thought for a second. And he goes, third stage fourth stage <laughs> the fluid back you know, of five yeah like four and five yeah. the, you know yeah. and i said well what is the what are we trying to where are we going and Don't he said God, to fully man. realize self 
Yeah. Right? The absolute. And then he explained what that was, that you can attach and detach, that you don't catch other people's emotional baggage and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. So I said, how many people in America would you say are fully realized selves? And he stopped for a second, (laughs) and he said- I got a number. Oh, Zero? One, three percent, yeah. maybe? I'm, One I'm, to three percent I'm, I'm are healthy say, adults in America. But, but I, I would, <laughs> I'd say less than that. <laughs> I, I would argue that he's been adulterated by the work he does. I'd say 10%. 10%. What, you think 10% in the U.S.? People <laughs> dreaming from the waste. No, because people have secure attachments. They have them. And people that have secure attachments and no genetic liabilities do pretty well. They have resilient. They okay, have grit, th- that's zero percent of the population, bro. <laughs> no, really? No, we've gone through a phase where it's been very limited. I must admit, it's, it, our attachment to our for the last forty. And so, people, okay, yeah, yeah, circa World War, Korea War circa, after. Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah, circa so that's 60s. every fucking generation that's, that's living, Drew. Well, we're yeah, we're three generations into a, a, a an anomaly, a trauma cycle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It call, yeah. Right. Downward spiral. Th- well, listen, let's look at your parents. Your parents were immigrants, right? Well, yeah, you know that. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I, I only know Adam's perspective Deutsch. on this. They're German. Talking about a fully realized yeah. self. But, <laughs> Never realized self. They're, they're, but what I don't know is anything. How dare you even look at that? <laughs> German. Bob, shut the fuck up. I'm about to put you down for the next half hour. Oh, we must be in a car- We must be in a very specific, uh, rarefied category with Adam because I get the same goddamn thing from him. Oh, it's we're, ridiculous. We're the point where people go, "How can Why you be so realized and never realize yourself?" Yeah, yeah I know. it's <laughs> like what what door are you opening? Well, Open your own door. Let's talk about why people don't understand what it is you're trying to attain. It's this catching of other people's sickness, emotional sickness. Careful, that, it's inherited a lot. Of but it. careful, that's your piece. That's, that's your story. Your story. Well, yeah. Okay, that's yeah. my story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it can be applicable. But wouldn't that you be an American be phenomenon, the codependency uh, in lack America? Of poor boundaries. Yeah. But I would argue that oh, most hey, people. Bob, I had no boundaries. Are you kidding me? I would. I, I, most people don't catch other people's shit. They're so focused on their own shit, they don't see other people's stuff. <laughs> and then they get the aftermath. Well, Drew, you look like you're squeaky clean, you know, self-realized and everything else. But you're a fucking mess. I mean, come on. Let's fix. No, pretty good right now. Pretty good. No, you know right what? Now. He's yeah. gotten way better since he stopped working in addiction. I can tell you that. Yeah. He has gotten much healthier. And, and the drop the, not off love line, too. And enjoy life. And enjoy stuff. life. When we're in New York, yeah. I never seen you like that, laughing and really not oh, really? anxious. Yeah, well, that, some of that is therapy and stuff because I, I, I ended therapy. I'm, my anxiety, I have it. Are you back I, now? No, no. But listen, constitutionally, I'm an anxious person. I have OCD. That's my constitution. He works 16 but hours me. a day. He worked 16 hours a day. Every time he walked in the hospital, he felt guilty because he hadn't been there more. Yeah, oh, yeah. That, you know but that's I mean? his mo. Yeah. That's his cycle. But it's weird <laughs> but losing that's your that. Cycle I must tell you, I, now that I've left it, I don't do that so much. It, it's it's weird. It, I feel like uncomfortable. What do you do with the free time? I have plenty of things to do in the free time. It's more that I should be, I should be, I should be. I'm losing track of all the things I used to do and but, but, but my expertise. Yeah, but isn't that like peripheral versus center? Yeah. I mean, so you ignore your center and your being and then you chase stuff o- you know. Autos. Yeah, auto yeah. or whatever. You, know, you run right. around the hospital I'm, I'm okay. Let's trying to save the world. I, mm-hmm. I like saving the world. Yourself. I like helping other people. I still think that's an essential part of life. I'll tell you, Can I you just save yourself like I Jesus just, did? There's a, there's a, there's a website called AuthenticHappiness.org. And I heard a lecture by Martin Seligman, and I went to the website, and I took some of the tests on there. And where I really fall down, and I kind of knew this, was in the spiritual realm. And oh, yeah, you get a flat. <laughs> Thank you. Flat, <laughs> Thank you. flat liner. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, but, I'm, an, but, I'm an atheist, and I'm more spiritual. But, but listen, but, but <laughs> listen, it, if you dyed but, your hair red, <laughs> you'd be better off. But it affected, it affected hope and a bunch of other things about health and things, it, 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 which I'd never saw, thought about. And it because helped. I see it, you, you even, don't want to go there. I, we, I talk about scary. it all the time. He doesn't want to go there. I don't want to go there because I'm a clinician. I shouldn't go there. I'm, I'm, <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, but Bob's an artist, so he, he has to go Don't there. you wonder That's what his is, bread what and is butter. existence? You have to have a melding what is existence? Dr- according to Drew, what is existence? It, it's a biological <laughs> process. <laughs> It's a, it's what, a, live, die kind but, of thing. But, but, but here's where my spirituality comes in, is I believe real... There's a mystery to no, it. The, the real uh, spirituality is interpersonal. Because I believe we exist, ourself exists because of a so- social matrix. And, okay, and but real what about like the whole emerges. universe also living within My you? little brain can't do that. Can't comprehend that? Yeah, no. 
That's in, spiritual in itself. Yeah. Don't you understand? Like, no, I believe in something greater. What's at the What's at the essence? You of believe the there's bigger than you. Oh, sure. What's okay. at the essence so that of you the do quark? What's the energy at the essence of the quark? What is that energy? At the essence of everything, you know it's beyond in, words. But but you know it's it's ineffable. But but I, what's interesting to me is you asking me that helps me. Just because we're having an inner subjective experience with it, it helps me look at it a little more fully. I'm that fascinated. By so so that. by myself, I get overwhelmed and think about infinity as like, oh, my brain just can't do that. But here, talking to you about it, why are you leaving me out, bro? Hang on, I'm talking <laughs> to him, bro. There, there is. A, I'll tell you what. There's a feeling I can attach to with it that I don't get by myself. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I well, that we're sharing. Does it I, bring you to your knees? No, because I think prayer and like a look at the absolute, where you can't really look directly at it because it's too powerful, will make give you humility. And that's a nice note. I, I will try. You, I will try. Humility is important. I, humility, I, scared, I scared well what, on the humility. What about, what about this is something you said? I look at the universe and God in the way that we're talking about human relations, meaning outside of self, all the outward in the sky stuff is out, out there. And then inside, internal world, Eastern ideas is the, is the micro. And, and I'm I more interested in the micro. What is the essence yeah, of it? The out there, Not I, how far I, it goes. I can't. I, I, I think that pattern is within you if you're willing but the out, to do the work for it. The out there in the but universe. But the work for it is ouch. No, I'm not talking about That's the stars. Like, I'm talking about the big guy with the great beard. Oh, okay. There. I'm talking about St. <laughs> John of the Cross, you know. I'm talking about. I'm talking about you know in clouds with righteous damnation towards man. No, coming there's down no damnation. Out of... It has to be. I, I don't think there can be damnation because. What then, were you raised? I was well. I grew up in the valley, San Fernando Valley. Oh, religion, right? Wow. Religion wise, but, I grew, yeah, San Fernando Valley. But I want to get back to <laughs> wait. I want to get back to your parents. Exactly. These are, they Is were that ger- a German immigrants. Is German it, immigrants. German immigrants running away from the war. Uh, no. Did they see the war? Did they see all that? Yeah, they saw it all. So they're fucked up by that. Well, no shit. All right. And so that kind of rained down on you, right? Protestant. Protestant. Right. They're Lutheran. They're they're German Protestants. The one sect that was, most of them were Catholic, and then one sect was... I'm Catholic, so we could go to war. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. Why don't we take a break and... A break? Why don't we take a break? Yeah, well, it's just... Too heavy. I'm a producer, and that's what we do. <laughs> okay, your wife uh, can't comprehend. <laughs> a reminder, everybody: uh, the Adam and Dr. Drew podcast gone to five days. How's a week. that going? Really good. So I can take as much abuse I'd as like you do. I'd like to be a guest on that. Yeah, we should do that. Yeah, no. We'll we're going. I'm before, going. After, I'm going about an hour to go over there. Well, let's go. When I when you show You're up, driving. I'm drinking. But whenever whenever <laughs> listen, whenever you show up, remember that one time I brought you and Chris into Loveland. He got all pissed off. How about when you brought me in and he freaked out? Yeah. Why? He was like, the oh. boomer. You brought the boomer in? I've done yeah, it before. Chris has been my childhood friend since Adam. You know, we were eight, nine. Yeah. That's when we hooked up. And um, yeah, Drew brought me in a couple of If you want to switch gears into fun and happiness, let's get into Chris. Okay, Bowling. hold on. Next hold on. Step, we're jumping next, all over the place. A reminder. Segment. But yes, Doc- Adam will cut me. No, Adam yeah. doesn't. All right. No. Dr. Drew podcast. We're taking callers there regularly. So please call in there. Follow the Twitter at Dr. Drew and. You will uh, will alert you when we're doing that. It's usually Friday afternoons on the House Podcast. When do you do you have to take calls for that? You do, don't you? We take calls. When, when is that yeah. one? It airs on Saturdays, yeah. and, when and then I it? do another one. When do they on take Sundays? calls? Wednesdays. Wednesdays are the calls. And, uh, and follow then, me on the Twitter, Ray Oldhofer, and just keep them alive. Is the follow uh, Bob's Children on bobschildren dot com. <laughs> what is this? Is it Greg Barrett and you, Bob? Yeah. Today's Chrissy's birthday. Follow her baby. She'll have Chrissy's a Twitter birthday. All right, we'll take a little Happy break. Birthday. All conversations and information exchanged during participation in the This Life with Dr. Drew and Bob Forrest podcast or interaction with drdrew.com website is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. Do not confuse this with treatment or medical advice or direction per se. Nothing on these podcasts or posted on this site supplements or supersedes the relationship and direction of your medical caretakers. Although Dr. Drew is a licensed physician with specialty board certifications by the American Board of Internal Medicine and the American Board of Addiction Medicine, he is not functioning as physician in this environment. The same applies to any professionals who may appear on the sites or podcasts. And we're back. Hey, welcome back. Got a little too heavy there, Drew. We're going to lighten up. This life podcast. Because 
We have mutual friends. All of us are friends with the but, great Chris Bone, the boomer. I know him as the boomer. But, but in terms of us getting too heavy. That was a street name. That was his dope name. <laughs> Hold on a second. That, right? In terms yeah. of getting too heavy. Wait, wait, wait. I, people should tweet at First Lady Eleven. Let her know if this was too heavy or not. Because we, you and I, have d- from the beginning, said we want to get into a lot yeah. of stuff on this podcast. So we're going down that path. What's the should, matter, sissies? Should we take a call? Boom. Call this guy. Uh, Danny, there. Dan, yes, Dan is here. Hi, hey, Dan. Welcome. Thanks for joining us. Dan, like your oh, hair. Thank you. So, oh, thank holy you. moly! Yeah, it's on so, Skype. He's got hair. Is that no. is that Ray over there? Yes, yeah, yeah, so Ray Oldhofer. How about that? Uh, yeah. Hey, it's such an honor to talk to all you guys. Oh, you're very kind. So what's going on? Uh, not much. I'm just a big fan of the show, and uh, I've been binge listening to all the episodes. And uh, I just I love everything that you guys talk about. I've always, I always get something new to think about after every show. You should have heard the last 20 minutes. <laughs> we went down a very strange path. You'd be crying right now. <laughs> talk about uh, God and psychoanalysis. But uh, what can we do for you? Any questions or anything? Uh, no, I just um, can we we're just, just checking in. Can we what assess, the fuck? Come can on. we assess you right now? Are you in therapy? Have you ever done therapy? I actually am. I've been in therapy for a long time. Actually, listening to Loveline way back in the day yeah. uh, kind of got me started thinking about. Uh, well, maybe I maybe I need some specific help. Maybe I need something that's really directed, is tailored for me. We don't just feel the, badly. We all do. Yeah, we were talking about all three of us have been in long term therapy, and so we were talking about how. Some of these shorter-term interventions really have a different goal. Well, the stuff that you—it sounds like you're in, but we've all been in is something more about really being self-actualized. Did you experience that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, uh, I've been in about seven years now Good for you. with there the same therapist. Nice. He knows and, what we're yeah, talking knows, about. Yeah. Oh, it's why I love your guys' shows, and uh, I just find—I still see my therapist on Skype about every three weeks. So why do you think more people don't want to do it? Or why does it have such a negative? Why does the American public think therapy is? Wait, from, Bob, I will interrupt you and just say America is yeah, way more accepting than the rest of the world. <laughs> That's rest not, the wor- is that true? Really? Oh, yes. They're, they laugh at us for being old. So therapeutic. About, like, every German. I mean, it all. Like, no, I think they laugh at us for being so phony, politically correct. If you go which, to Britain, which is tied to that, you, how are you feeling type thing? Yeah, there's you know that what I mean. Well, hold there's on a second. Thing. Let's just look at who we have running for president. We're fine. <laughs> so, so Dan, tell us about your experience. What did you? How did you experience therapy? The arc of it. Uh, I didn't know what to experience. All I knew is I felt like shit all the time. I was anxious just all the time. Yeah. There you go. And so I needed to talk to somebody about it, and I had about three false starts. Well, I shouldn't say that. I had about two false starts, and then. The third therapist was pretty good, but I think with me, she was still over her skis. And then I got to a fourth therapist, and that's the one that I've I've been seeing now regularly for seven years. And uh, uh, she helped me understand what anxiety is. And um, Were you trying to get over on your first and second therapist, though? Like, were you trying to be clever and all that kind of thing? I mean, did you kind of turn yourself (laughs) in after a while? Don't fucking lie. No, the, I'll tell you, the, the first guy was just really expensive, and I made no money. It's yeah. a bad it combo. That. <laughs> yeah. the, the second one was just weird. Um, after our first session, he called me, and he had something about payment or money, that, and it was some question I didn't even understand. I thought we were all set. Oof. And so after that, I went, you know, Drew I'm just hates talking about money. Look at Drew's becoming anxious. The money, anxious. The money topic costs money. Real, I no, gotta but, say, the money topic is a tough one. Yeah, and I, I've been going for you're in on seven years, and you do it via Skype every three yes. weeks or so. Yes. So you obviously moved out of town and all that kind of thing because you totally. don't see him in person. But like I, right now, I'm going through a little bit of a, a tough time, so I'm going twice a week. But I get a reduced rate, and thank God I go get a reduced rate. But I've been going for 22 years, mm. and no shame. Wow. No oh, no. shame. No. I started I, when I, I was no- 30, and yesterday I was 53. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Oh, my God. It was Adam's birthday, yeah. too, no, like two days ago. His two days. Yeah, twenty yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. <laughs> the twenty seventh. Yeah, this is twenty seventh. I'm the twenty ninth. We should have therapy about Adam. <laughs> there is no therapy. For Adam. So Dan, Dan, this sort of dovetails into what your email was about, which is why Dan sent us an email. That's why we were able to contact him, and why this isn't something sort of emphasized earlier in life and through the educational system, and 
interestingly, my suspicion is that it is starting to come in through positive psychology channels. It's weird how people Do don't want it. Do you think it's more accessible now and more acceptable now? No, but Dan, but Dan wants to know. Ask your question, Dan. You, you, it's an interesting question. Well, you guys had an episode that was mostly about mindfulness and it touched on attachment, and I think it was number 15. Yeah. Uh, and I, I had to, I pulled over to email you because I was like, this, this subject matter is so um, not available, not yeah. readily available. Yep. People have to chase it down and pursue it. You're talking about attachment. Att- attachment and yeah. mindfulness both yep. are really yep. the two. And you, you guys also let, took. Let me interrupt you and just say yep. that you should know that. 90% of the lectures and material I get into f- with my peers and other mental health professionals, they don't understand what the, either of them are. Well, they certainly don't. They understand amazing. mindfulness because wow. it's become so pervasive and such a hot topic, but they really don't understand attachment. They know it's there, but they don't understand how it's done, how to get to it. They're not very well attached themselves, and they continually stay focused on just outcomes, CBT. And the, the attachment and is I mean, so that's on good. the ground, too. Uh, it's it hard. Really it's, it's not. It's ineffable. It's, it's not. not something you can really talk about. Guess very where readily. you do get some therapy in the schools is in the inner city. There's a thing that Bach about no, but just conflict resolution, nonviolent communication. Yeah, it's at least children. I'm talking about third grade, fourth well, that's grade, when fifth it's, grade. That's when yeah, but that attachment is kind of repeat too. But but to go back to Dan's point is that if that therapist that is giving little therapeutic sorts of guidance also remains a positive, connected influence in that child's life for 10 years, then you have something. But just as it is, just giving... That's the long run. Right. Well, that's the real thing here. Couldn't we just teach self-awareness starting in the first grade, some watered-down version of it, and then just as children get older, we start adding more concepts so that they have some kind of familiarity to it? Because I knew nothing about it until I heard Loveline. The only Love way you're going to teach self-awareness is if you live in a, a third world or fourth world country because they get it. <laughs> they well, get it more than we'll get it. They well, have to live it for survival. It's a, it's a weird. Different, it's, a different, it's a chasm that's so big and so crazy. Between us and that? Well, I mean, Life okay, so look at it. When you look at poor, yeah. if you look at a third yeah. world country, yeah. right? Really yep. third world. Mm-hmm. And then you see generations of, you know, father, yep. son. Yep. And then All the how do they house. get along? Beautifully. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I know. Right. I know. They're way more onto it I know. than we're onto it. That's right. So they prioritize. Now you throw money in the mix and everything else in That's the mix. Right. See, they prioritize relationships and family. We For prioritize. For survival, though. For well, survival. maybe it's that. But they tend to have higher happiness. And by the way, a great way to, to diminish happiness is give somebody else around them something that they don't have, and then our happiness starts to diminish. So well, some of China, it is a, China is going to be a petri dish. I know. Well, Russia, 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 Russia is too. Already, and, yeah. yeah. Well, we're going to team up with Russia and be the bullies of the world. <laughs> we're going to get Putin and Trump. Putin and Trump. They're going to bully gonna up together. They're going to have their own. We're going to kick the Chinese have ass a stamp with their shirtless. <laughs> Tits on tits why, crime. Why is his message <laughs> going to be fucking so much to the American public? Uh, Beat him up. Just that. Beat them up. No, it because it's a mob it, rule kind of thing. Yeah, it's, people it's are dumb. Dumb rules the day. And I think it's deeper than that. I think it it hits something. Yeah, I, I'm going to show you a book I've got that tries to analyze that. And, but it and, also hits like the thing where you turn a blind eye. You know what I mean, Bob? I mean, you've seen people. I've seen people beat up in the street via punk rock shows and yeah, everything yeah. else. Now, did I jump in and save some kid? Hell yeah, I did. But the only reason I did is because I knew I was bigger and stronger than the kid hitting uh, the uh, other kid. Uh, apparently, he's yeah. using in naturally sort of classic neurolinguistic processing techniques, a lot of his stuff. He's sort of planting ideas, vague, plant stuff, moves on, never lets you fill in what his policies are. He never tells you what his policies are. You've got to fill that in. He's just going to win. Who and are you, you speaking of? Trump. Trump. Oh, come on. But that's... it's in reaction to political correctness, I think. Well, that's I think where people want to punch people because they well, feel powerless. No, but I don't think it's that bad. I think it's more that. Oh, I think somebody's no, no. going to get murdered. Ugh. I do. I, I in this, By November. 
somebody will be killed. But but it's it's also I don't I'm tired of political correctness, so I like that he says whatever he wants yes, to say. Yes, you're hearing that yeah. from really well educated right. people. That's right. That's so right. But, why but we're getting off Dan's topic? We're going it. way into outer space here. Let's get back to Dan. So so Dan, your 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 point is very well taken. I've just noticed that the military has picked up on positive psychology techniques for their. They're just looking at outcomes in the military, and positive psychology has had a lot of good outcome and less in, suicide rate, less suicide, and less PTSD. And so there are ways to sort of select people for combat and things that sort of improve the outcomes. I think education, as usual, things trickle from military to other things, and I think education will come next. But I don't think it's ever going to be the attachment stuff. And and to be fair, the attachment stuff really is not the domain of education so much as our families. We have to really, you know, get people focused on maintaining the family, doing the proper child rearing, you know? But our families are just micros of the macro, which I, is I the it. society. I get it. And the children are going to be indoctrinated but which is into first? the which society. Which comes first, family or society? We're saying if we can prepare them, and I agree with Dan, if we can prepare them to look family. at the society as right. sick yes. and themselves as healthy, that's mm. the only way we could overcome the tide that you're talking about. Right. By the way, Drew, who did yeah. you mimic? You mimicked your... Who did I mimic? Yeah, you mimicked your father. Yeah. Your father was a doctor. Mm-hmm. Your father worked endless hours. Mm-hmm. All right, what do you do? Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So that's your... No, you I understand. I, I understand. And, and I had a pretty stable system I was operating from with shitty attachment. But, I, you know, I, over, I did therapy with the attachment stuff. And just, I, I, essentially, you've done the same thing. I mean, have you deviated from that path He's done a, that more, you grew up with? But, but wait a minute, and, and you're a good example, I'm a good example. We did it with more insight, parenting ourselves, trying to be more loving, more supportive, keeping good boundaries. But Listen. I don't think our parents had those insights about childhood. Oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> they were no involved. I was being there was, kind. Yeah, you were, okay. <laughs> was, your, was your situation sort of abusive, old school, German? Not abusive. I mean, I could... You know, I knew I could yes. beat up my dad. Wait, <laughs> but I could beat up he my dad when I was 10. You know what I mean? I mean, I was a big kid. I was yeah, but strong. the fact that you thought that way speaks you volumes. You had to. Okay. It's called survival. I don't, I don't mean I don't to bore Dan, but I got to know right now. Because Boomer, Chris Bohm, is one of the toughest, biggest motherfuckers I, I know. Who ass. could? Is that, ah. yeah, Everyone was afraid of Ray. There was really? Ray. Yeah, but, come but, on. But, Boomer's but twice listen, as big as you. No, he's not. He's fat. Bob. Everyone else was afraid of Chris and Ray. True. Oh, were you guys a team? Yeah. Well, yeah we, Adam we, I mean, and Hoy and Wag. No, Adam. Adam was, Adam was a third wheel. Let me tell you a quick story. Adam rode this wheel. <laughs> All of his stories. Ray crapped into a piece of paper, and Chris ran up to Adam and threw it in his ear and said, "Hey, shithead." <laughs> That's the kind of stuff yes. they enjoyed. That's that's their past. That sounds like the boomer. Humor. I got sober with the boomer. I know. Nineteen ninety six. Well, Dan, on, I, listen. I, I appreciate like the provocative question. We seem to be all over the place today. No, but, but I do what do we do about now. our children? He's asking, "What do we do about our children?" Listen, and the answer is, "Who have, fucking knows?" We keep talking. In a society we keep like educating. This. We keep. Do you have talking. kids? No. And, and Are you Dan, married? Was that a decision? No. Was that a decision? Conscious decision. To not bring children into this horrible world? <laughs> or are you shooting Jesus, blanks? Bob. No, but that's what people You're do. You're quite away this week. Oh, I think Dan froze or, or we lost him or something. No, he's contemplating. There he lost him. We lost him. No, but oh. that's, a, that's a real conscious decision people are making. Here, here's what I would tell uh, Dan, which is we keep doing shows like this. Love Line was originally to treat the sick culture. That was what I originally my original. Oh, that I, culture was healthy compared to now. No, it wasn't. It I was could see. I could about see. Wait a Love Line was to Love Line was to what did you say? Uh, my was to address not just the callers who had problems, but the sick culture at large that could hear the callers. That was my little naive notion. Yes. And, okay. As long as, you, as long as you preface with naive, it continues right. to be. It continues to be my. You know, I I I thought you know that's how you do it. You just change the culture you try to change the culture by creating content that people can learn from look dan's an example dan learned a little something from it went to therapy that to me is a triumph i always like yeah. love lines because it talked about sex in ways in a in a really adult way like the sex every here's my thing everybody has sex nobody talks about it. we're ashamed of it it's dirty mm-hmm. cover up all that but very few of us kill people 
but all of our media is about murder and violence and yeah. and and we what's to, it's memorial day today we're celebrating that we, sometimes we have to go murder and kill people right how come there's no sex day everybody <laughs> has sex that's every fr- friday and saturday right <laughs> is it i thought <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong. No, but I think we just have a weird relation. And Bloodlines brought sex and like, yeah, we can talk about this. On a daily basis. We tried. We tried. Hey, Drew, how old were you when you lost the virginity? Like 16, 17. What was his name? (laughs) (laughs) Older, younger? What's the story? Come on. Same. Same. (laughs) Girlfriend, long-term girlfriend kind of thing. High school. Okay. Dan. um, Yes. What we were saying that that you know my naive idea with Loveline was to treat you know listen to microcosmic calls but learn from the cases and then teach that maybe the culture slowly changes and, and I still have that naive idea about how to use media just use it to try to slowly educate slowly change the culture it takes forever is everything with you clinical though is that the way well, what do you mean, I mean well because that oh here he comes that spectrum. That you're speaking of, I mean, do you put it in a personal stance also? Do you like make it your own and a mission from God? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, no mission is from it, God. Is it this and and what? Well, like you want to talk to the Vox Populi, you want to make it a cultural thing. You yeah, yeah. Make it whatever yeah. you want to do, yeah. but well, it that, also has yeah. to be personal before it touches anything. It has to be personal first. No, no, dogs at a no. level. No, no. Right. I don't quite get what you're saying. I mean, I might have to I have to feel something personal about it. Well, I mean, you got to relate at some level. Yeah, sure. So course. it has to be personal at some level. Okay. okay. Like you know, you can't talk about you know first date anal unless you had first date anal. No, I. Listen, you know what I'm saying? But that's insane. That's like saying I can't talk about cancer unless I had cancer. Well, I, I can't talk can't. about these things. No, you I can. can. No, but I can't. No, now you can. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I can't talk now? about brain cancer, or whatever, <laughs> pancreatic cancer. But Dan has a point. Dan, go ahead. Yes. No, I, I just am really happy yeah, that Dr. Drew and Adam are doing the show five days a week. Thank you. Uh, you're, uh, I, I listen to it every day. It's the first thing I listen to in the morning, and I'm just glad that you and Mr. Kroll are back uh, doing that every day. And uh, and kind of going to what you were saying, where you have, I mean, the broad, yes, Loveline talked in very broad strokes and in generalities, but it was funny and interesting, and there was enough in there that I found that pertained to me that caused me that that motivated me to go out and, and want to dig deeper it's and learn triumph. more. And triumph. I think if that happens with enough people, yes, right. you can change society. That's right. You can make an impact. Or, or if well, somebody the biggest here thing is to change yourself, and that's no, the really no. hard. Or also, people choose not to have children when they're young, or realize they're screwed up and not going to be good parents, or if they become parents, dedicate themselves to that. All those messages we were constantly putting out, and we continue to put out because they're they're right. They're just sensible. They're right and they're healthy. Yeah. And, be, and, and just, Dr. Drew, since you're right here, I have to tell you, before Loveline, there was nothing. I mean, there was there all of the stuff that we were hearing in the 90s from you and Adam. It was literally the first time that we'd ever heard anything like it. Yeah. Um, and I was thinking of like a very early uh, Corollaism that I remember was you guys were talking about uh, it was some girl was really hot and she talked and talked and talked. And she didn't shut up. And so Mr. Corolla says, well, she's really hot. So all her life, all these guys look at her while right. she's talking. And yeah. They yeah. nod and they smile because right. they think they're going to get laid. Right. And I went, no one had ever heard anyone say that before. Yeah. That was like new. And, it, and, and Loveline helped me put the world in context and helped me make sense of other people's motivations. Oh, great. And, That's uh, awesome. That's important. It just it gave me a broader sense of the world that I don't know how I would have gotten uh, any other way. And I'm just really happy that you guys are still doing it. Well, Dan, I appreciate that. And I appreciate you joining us today and uh, p- raising a provocative question. And we'll continue to chew on it and uh, hopefully see you soon. Take care it, of yourself. It was a super honor. Thank you Thanks, so Dan. much, you, you guys. Bet. Guy loves you. Dan's Guy awesome. I like that. Dan's awesome. You know why I'm we having so many that. children at such a late age? A, I'm not selfish. I can give myself over to them. One thing, you know, I just I'm I was just thinking about you on the trampoline with Elvis, and I'm yeah. thinking I'm thinking I'm not sure you're giving. You're just you're just participating with him, co conspirator. Yeah. But the other idea is that I realized the last ten years of working in treatment, seeing thousands and yeah. thousands of kids, there's not that culture that I come from, like that you call it antisocial, but just that love of literature and art and that 
What do you mean? There's just not. There isn't. Your son has it. Yeah. But thousands and thousands of kids I know, they don't they don't know anything. They've never even seen the Godfather. They have no interest in all the things that are so valuable that made a whole generation of people. Well, but this and this And I'm gonna make kids that know about Bergman and God, the Godfather and Bob Dylan and but, but listen, and to keep you're that getting me. Alive, you're getting I me. Swear to God, Bob, on the heels of this positive psychology it's, stuff I was looking into, and meaning making is really where a, a lot of problem is, as you well know. Meaning making is low right now. Purposefulness, having a passion, meaning making, ne- just very important. What about respecting Basquiat or respecting? Just there's no respect. But you're of not going to find a. I mean, you're even. Basquiat is relatively new. What is Basquiat? His, he's an painter. artist, painter. painter that Andy Warhol explained. But I mean, it's just an appreciation. But nobody of knows. Art I know the, appreciation of anything. There isn't in this. In, in but our generational, you're, it's going to fade. I mean, like no, nobody knows who Buddy. Well, Hackett why is Mozart is. still nobody. around if it's going to fade? For you and for I, now you ask. No, uh, because elite rich people fund all the arts. Well, <laughs> nobody. Hope they keep doing that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's true, though. Mozart. Hey, Drew. Without yeah. the elite, I'll tell you uh, one thing. I'm funding, not going to remember this dog. Uh, <laughs> the Met and funding L.A. Philharmonic, you would never hear Mozart, according to the way things are going. People keep things alive so that other generations can appreciate it yeah. as it becomes not as popular with the mass culture. Used to be Mozart was like the Beatles. Yeah, but then okay, it goes let's say away. the mass culture. Okay, but it How stays alive kids? within a small pop part of the population. Sure, right? Yeah, our but, culture that that I love so much of the twenties, thirties, forties, fifties, sixties, seventies is going to go away, replaced by Beyonce, reality television, fame, viners. Well, fuck that. <laughs> okay, you say well, fuck that. I mean, ask one eighteen-year-old. To 25-year-old, who's Bob Hope? They don't even know who don't Kurt know. Cobain is. Okay, fine. The better example. That's more, crazy. More, more Dude, the 90s is olden times. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's done. Done and done. But what is Old it been replaced by? Empire, I'm all for be... if, it, if Kurt Cobain is replaced because I see him as an heir to, from Bob Dylan, from lots of different traditions, who now... Can we go, oh, yeah, same as Dylan, same as Kurt Cobain, same as Led Zeppelin. Who now is representing that? It'll Nothing. Happen. It'll happen. It'll you really happen, believe but it you will? won't even know. That's just the way things sort of go in, in life. They, they, things emerge. It's not, it's not like... We're or a, it's after the fact, even. Or it's like, not, maybe thought, another country, thought, or maybe... Yeah, or after the fact, you look back fact, and realize you look back it. and go like, wow, that guy was great. Like, Kanye was... Conway, yeah, he was great. Kanye, okay, but you know what? Guess who was great? President Kanye? Guess who was great, who you thought probably wasn't great? Jay-Z. The Beastie Boys. The Beastie Boys were great. That was the 80s. Okay, but hold the, on a second. That, that's golden era time. <laughs> all right, but the Beastie Boys were great then and still now. Yes, sabotage... Still, every time I hear it, you got to crank it, right? Do you love sabotage. You love that song. I, I, I probably recognize it, I see sabotage. it. Sabotage. I, I like But also, Kanye, maybe. Maybe. Okay. Jay Z, for sure. Jay Z, for sure. Okay. So it I think, still exists. I'm hoping that I live in an era where we forget who Beyond, who Jay Z was married to, and we just remember how great he is. Well, when because you get, it's when all, all you know what I'm saying? In, all when that real come art to rises up. I hope so. I hope so. And I'm sure many things, you know, it's interesting. You're, this is a whole other topic, and this is, but it's. Yeah, but we're life, all over the place. So. Which is that it, it's interesting to look at why certain things survive and other things don't. And, and it's almost like somebody. It's because people keep it Somebody alive. attaches to it, and that somebody is That's good at. That's their association, on, though. And somebody's good at PR. And they develop a whole story around that. That's and it, true. And it becomes a storied, you know, why did Sibelius not come through and Mozart did him. And by the way, Mozart came late. He wasn't that, yeah, know. you know. He was, but he a, was, he was the, the old kid on He was yeah. a new kid on the block. He was the rock star. No, I mean, it was relatively late after he's dead that he really started becoming revered. No, but when he was, when he was writing, he, he was he, a rock star. He was a novelty and a rock star, but not appreciated by everybody. And and but the point being is that the, these these things are hard to predict. What's going to really but carry through? Also, Van Gogh, same thing. Never you sold a painting. You, same we thing. can look at his, history up supported by Theo same his thing. whole life. Mm-hmm. Can't we look up look up to history for up to the last twenty years, and then technology just takes it to a whole another place? 
You don't but, think that? I, I again, I, I always try to take historical perspective, and, and people have always said that about technologies. Every time fucking novels were invented, right. Romans were that. Romans were complaining about the teenagers. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just no. They weren't there having anal sex with them. Uh, well, well, either or. <laughs> was the Greeks. Either or, yeah. I hate that kid. I'm going to rape him. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's a cycle. I mean, every generation has the same story. I, I just yeah. Wasn't I, Caligula yeah. Rome? That was yeah. Rome. Yeah, yeah. having anal sex too. No, they went. They went it, it, right, and maybe we can learn from that. It went. You know, Drew, things. so how long have you been into anal? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Let's let's give me read some questions here. Ready? <laughs> We are all over Drew, the place. Drew, quit ducking. It's Memorial Day. I don't know what to do with my energy. Okay, I enjoy your podcast every week. I learn a lot. I even anal raped the dead soldier. But Drew, <laughs> oh, how dare you? I learn a lot even when the topics aren't related to my life, Like off, although they often are, though today is an exception. I was wondering if you would do a show on anxiety disorder in kids and teens. My son struggles with anxiety and often acts angry to hide his fear. I thought this would be an interesting topic for the show since so many people struggle with anxiety disorder. That's was, called Tuesday. I was talking about it this morning. Children who are narcissistic extensions of the parents Ouch. are performance toys. They are performance toys on a certain level. Right. Their outcomes uh, are constantly, that's what helicoptering is, is to create outcomes constantly, mm-hmm. right? Well, that creates anxiety in children. Yes. I don't care what Well, well the, the, there's, there's two sort of routes to the, that kind of anxiety. One is that you superimpose your demands on them and they have to meet these demands that make yes. them anxious. But there's another piece of this too. If you're narcissistic, you're not well attached to them. You never support their core self and they feel kind of empty alone. empty, and don't regulate They're their the emotions. Shadows, yeah, yeah, they don't regulate their emotions well. And so that creates anxiety. And, and then it's when also you, like your generation, especially your generation and my generation, Drew, who mm-hmm. have children that are in their 20s. Uh-huh. And if... Their parents were narcissistic. Common. It was very common, yeah. and not and not known yeah. at all. Yeah. Totally underground. That's, right. That's true. So this kid brunt bears the brunt. Yep. The child bears the brunt, and the child has to do the work. Because I know many children that and then have we done call them the millennials work. and complain about them, <laughs> or they go to therapy and go right. get their own help. Right. Like I know a few that have, yes. and that's a tough, tough road. Mm-hmm. Leads to bipolar. Leads to Many other Well, maladies. that's what Bob's dealing with all the time. Addiction is a big piece of that. Well, there you the, go. Well, just let's think about it for a second. If it's a full-grown adult in their mid-20s, and they're the, the full-grown adult that's never been employed, really, mm-hmm. they don't have money to go to drug treatment. So somebody else is paying for it. Who do you think that person is? Right, grandma. Their parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there is... Well, the cases the, I'm talking about, they paid for it. Because they did have their money. Okay. They did get their education. They did, you know. They but could, I'm talking they could about where you way. see anxiety, where you see uh, this combination of failure to launch in this population in rehab centers. They're going to multiple rehab centers, one after another, after another, after another. And no one and has coin in no their solution because the solution is this poor attachment lack the parents inability to detach and let the kid learn on his Wait own a we have a surprise yeah, guest I'm distracted. Yes, we do. I have, I'm distracted Mike sp- Carano just walked in speaking of attachment yeah. I, I have a poverty disorder you know my parents grew up you know circa Germany 1940 whatever the so fuck so in, in the middle of the big inflation mess. sure the big inflation farmers this and that depression I took that on and what do I have in my pocket right now you know well, that, I, see I mean, but I wasn't conscious of it you just replicate what you see. Oh, they have no You're money. You're starting to twitch no when money. you talk about money. So but here's the well, thing. Well, but I was replic- I got that poured on me too, but it had the opposite effect. What are you talking about? You grew up. Come on, no, Drew. No, grew up the same way you did. That's how you I did didn't did grow, grow up that way. How did you grow up? I grew up with whatever I want. We got money. Everything's fine. Everything's I didn't great. Grow you guys up. grew up. I grew up with worry, my, worry, my worry. dad came from the Depression. T- tonight, we may not be able to pay for dinner. It's a constant message. He was a doctor. Constant message. But he was a doctor. If I bought but things shoes, could go bad. Wait a minute. If I Drew, bought, yes, was he, he was. a doctor? He was. Okay, shut up. But this was the, was shut what, up. But this is what was rained down on. Of me. course it is. Rained down. And right. It, and you'll and be if, lucky if you can afford a Swanson. My dad told me I was lucky if we can afford a TV dinner. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> Not, but it's different. Where's the fucking TV? It's dinner? different. You got a different. You got a message that you know the old hey, hoffers. You grew up in Pasadena. You got the old hoffers are only worth a TV dinner. I got. We could live like this way now, but 
if you buy a pair of shoes, that'll bring it all down. <laughs> That, that's that's Check literally the message your shoes, I got. Man, your shoes are pretty Crazy. nice. No, that was the message I got. How could, and, and, yeah, but you're smart. Know, but you, you could say, you what the fuck are you into talking that? I was three years about? old, four years old. He would say that shit to me. Constantly. Constantly. And, and any- Drew, you grew up in an opulent house. Yeah, as as the maid cooked the food. No, then I, we as were the in, maid cooked dude. the food, we're going to be fucking No, they were in downtown Pasadena. What are you talking about? We were in Alhambra. Alhambra. Okay, even worse. And we were- You wouldn't recognize Alhambra anymore. No, yeah, I would. It's all Chinese signs. No, it's hard to understand no, where to eat. I we used, used to, to eat the Chinese. <laughs> when I grew up, we ate the Chinese. First of all, it's not Chinese. It's Vietnamese and Cambodian. Same okay. thing, and, says okay. true. And, but and, the signs look the same to me. I don't speak those languages. I know. But I'm trying to find racist, this noodle place. Fucking racist. And I don't know. No, I'm not being racist. I'm, they, you He's looking for good s- noodle. <laughs> There's what are you talking about? There's, that's Monterey Park. It's more Chinese. Well, all that area, just yeah. you know that. All right, Drew. You can't say you yeah. suffered in childhood. No, but it's no, not no, a, anxiety. Got, 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 got but created. you see. No, listen. I did, the point is that it, I got I was this, lucky to make it out of grammar school. But but listen, <laughs> you, but you, what you got was old hoffers aren't able to get this. What I got is. You you could get this, but you're going to destroy it if you spend a penny, which there is a different, different. But it's message. both yeah, money and anxiety. But it's all anxiety, anxiety provoking. It's all you know, it's all catastrophizing, catastrophizing right. stuff raining down. Is that you a from, word? Yeah, all rain stuff raining down you from previous generations is all we're saying. Sure. Is catastrophizing yeah. a word? Yes, yeah. yes, of course it is. All right, I'm buying it. Do you it. do that? Oh, I'm a catastrophe <laughs> walking. Are you kidding me? Please. Wait, Drew, turn off your phone. I'm exhausted, Ray. I'm exhausted. You exhausted. Drew, that's that my job. That was my phone. I did read one. Uh, here we go. I listen to the show all the time, oh, but I really need to get in contact with the this? guy you had on in October. Is that you, Mike? It was around the time Lamar Odom had his accident. It was with Amarosa. Oh, oh that was this was this was in, in HLN. Uh, I just want to figure out who the guy was because I don't remember, but I need to get in touch. He really spoke to That's my heart. That's black-on-black crime. Hold I'm on. sorry. I really need to do this. Oh, my help. God. It's not that you can't help me. I just want to find who he is. If you can help me, please, that would be nice. What's, what's the deal? I just want to know what his name is, if I can schedule a counseling appointment. I, that either, I, maybe David Swanson because he's a, he's a therapist I have once in a while. Um, the only other – I don't really have any other male therapist. He said he, right? Yeah, but true. My joke. Come on, Amorosa and and Odom, black on black crime. That's funny. I, I'm not listening to you anymore, Ray. I just, it's too distracting. I'm just saying, come on, it's too distracting. I, I think it probably would funny. Be David Swanson. I can't think. Of he, look at else. his codependency. He's got to hook these two up. I know. He wants to make a little bit of Read money again, for the Drew, therapist. Become another he doctor. He wants this guy to find treatment. I don't care about that. that. Come What's on, go that? find. Go to the next question. <laughs> next question. <laughs> Right. Let's keep this moving. Thanks for taking time for my question. Please advise me. On, oh, how to tell my girlfriend I have herpes? Oh, there how you will go. it affect her differently than it does After me? The fact. I know that's the part that's concerning. wow. Yeah. Now what this an is idiot. now this has turned into love lines. Hold right on, here. baby. Don't blow that, that, that. Get away from that. So that's the question. Is it's two different circumstances? Stay on the right, right? side. It's what two the different, fuck? Two different things, right? If it's after the fact, he's done you're something. an idiot. He's an idiot. Yeah. And and he. What does he do then? All right. I have a story here. Personal. So my ex-girlfriend was itching at her craw going, hey, you gave me something. You better figure this out. What the hell is going on? And I go, hey, baby, I got nothing. I know I have nothing. I'm positive I have nothing. She goes, really? Well, my vagina feels like it's on fire, so you fucking have something. I go, uh, you know what? She could be right. Oh, no, my I better God. Go get, I no, better go get Because you never know. Stuff gets you missed really know. easily. You don't yeah, know. Things get missed really easily. Because so, well, these are usually kind of mild, and they go away. And You know, no, guys no, are. No. She's itching at her craw. I, I know I just she's say, in pain. I just say, but guys, how men are, we just go, eh, it went away. True. You're killing my story. Hold on. Go ahead. All right. Coitus interrupted storius. Anyway, so I go. And get the tests. I get a litany of tests. All of them. Yeah. Go to the clinic, da 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 three hundred and something dollars later, get tested for everything. What do I have? Hep C. <laughs> Fuck you, Bob. That's you. <laughs> okay. No. I have fucking jock itch. Oh, oh okay. Jock itch. Oh yeah. That's it. Okay. 
And that's what she had. She had a junk. She had yeah. the fungus. She, she got a little bit of that connected yeah. to her. So it's the same antifungal but, cream so, you put on your toes. So we're not helping this guy. This guy to... is in trouble because he's been he's missing. He's already been with her. Yeah, I mean, if he's we'll, right we'll, we'll now we'll he can choose to continue to lie. We'll in there. We'll talk the, both ways. You can't so, do continue it. to lie or fess up, talk about his feelings, why he was scared, why he didn't tell her, all that kind of good stuff, at, right away. I think that's his only. That's hope. the only. I think you've got to fess. Now, if it's absolutely now, if it's the pre, he can get on medication. He can educate her that uh, on medication that reduces the risk by like ninety percent. That condom reduces it further, and that it's really up to her, but that he probably can keep her safe. Or you can say, hey, we're just going straight anal, baby. That's the way I roll. But that's still, you get herpes back there, too. <laughs> oh, oh, my right. goodness. I'm so glad I was a heroin addict for so many years. <laughs> Come on, let's get some, let's get some blood this is, in this I'm show. Feeling the same, Come on. I'm feeling the same Bob, way I did listening to Loveline. Yeah. I'm like, I'm on heroin. I don't have sex. You're supposed I don't have to, to sweat. Here's the problem. We get a ton of calls like that or emails about herpes because it's something that people don't know about. It's so what common. To do. They, they, so they don't even common. know they have it. And then yeah. when they find out they have it, they realize they had sex with other people already. Yeah. And they yeah. don't know what how that's going to affect people. Or that's if right. They, it's going to affect you. It's very common. But I don't think you can always transmit it. So that's right. if it was only one time and he wasn't shedding. No, or but he needs exactly to right. sit down with her right away. But you got to tell her. You got to come clean. He needs, with yeah. girl, he have to Let, let's get back to why he wrote an email to complete yeah. strangers. Yeah. He needs us to say, hey, just sit down with her and talk and be honest and yeah. be open and say you were scared but, or but say whatever the circumstance was. Most people was. will freak out and leave in that situation. You think so? I suspect. Well, but then he kept his side of the street clean. And they can sue you too if you, don't, if you know. Yeah, the know. attorneys, if we had Garagos here or something, he'd go, don't admit anything. Don't admit anything. You don't know anything. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know nothing. Really? Wait, I want to see if Mike Carano has any questions for us. The great Mark Carano right, just wandered Mike in here. Mike, you have any questions for us? Oh. Wait, wait, wait. Get the microphone. You got to use the microphone. You know, you guys know each other, right? Ray? A lot of questions. Oh, wait, just Adam Carolla's relationship. With what? I'm just curious how that, how, what the dichotomy of that relationship is. With me and him or no, Ray? No, Ray and, and Adam. Because I was scared shitless of Ray. I don't know you. Really? But I've met you a bunch of... Oh, yeah. Just from listening to Adam talk about what a <laughs> you know hideous what human so being you are. Is this your first time meeting? No, no. I've met him a few times. I've met him at the first live show and a couple of other times, like <laughs> here and there. But I remember talking to Anderson about it. And I go, I don't want to meet Ray because I don't want someone to pee on me. <laughs> Or beat me but up. It's not going to happen. And I was like, was I remember a, being backstage at that show, and I'm like, oh, something's going to go down. Because I was led to believe from just listening to the show from hearsay. It's, it's ironic because Joel best. McHale actually said the same thing to me. Ugh. I met him backstage at a show, and he was looking at me and he goes, you're Ray. And I go, yeah, I'm Ray. Hi, Joel. How you doing? He goes, wait a minute. We've been talking for 20 minutes. You're, you're bright. You're, he goes, you're nothing what Adam says yeah. you are. Right. Yeah. You know, and then I go. So, well, are most of the expect? stories that Adam talks about you is when you guys are 16, 17, oh, 18? Is the, of course. Of course. So, you, how long has it to... been since you put poop in somebody's ear? 40 years. <laughs> but hang on. I but... would do it to Adam today. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I might, not even, I might not even go with Drew over there. I don't know. But, but you had a question about the relationship. You said. No, I was just curious, like, how that, uh, how that variance in, in the opinion. Like, I, I didn't, I was so misled by that. Well, it's. It's so do you get mad at him that no, he presents you that way? I kind of does it get old? Does it get old? No. Well, here let me let me let me break it down. I get that it's showbiz, and yeah. he's like trying a, to a lot of right. and it's, yes. it's all that kind of stuff. And I felt and the same way about the jackass guys. Like I don't, I didn't want. I was terrified to work with them because I didn't want somebody locking me in a box and peeing on me. Yeah, yeah. But here, I'll, I will tell you that and most other friends actually said, have to they pee only right pee now, on their good friends. Me too, ironically. Weird. Just do it. Yeah. But Mike, the 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 part that is the folklore that he tells over and over again about Ray is adolescent stuff. It's, yeah. you know, yeah. football, whatever. It's the but, San but Fernando Valley. It's not him now. But what, it wasn't what, just what, the three on. of you doing that. Oh, San Fernando Valley. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was terrible. But here's the deal. The, what he does complain about stuff. now, Ray, that you could address, and Mike, you'd appreciate this. He, he, he has some measure of success that you have Adam, to... Here's Adam. What here's is Adam that? in a nutshell. Adam says you have to pay your dues. You got to pay your dues. You got to come on, let's go. You got to pay your dues. Meanwhile, you've paid your dues for 30, 40. I've known Adam since I was eight. So 40, 45 years, I'm still paying my dues. Yeah, to him. While he buys another Lamborghini. Yeah. So Adam, yeah. blow me. <laughs> but, but then, but hang on. But then he wants you to 
measure up Kow, to Tao, measure no, 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 up to no, no. Do it's, it's not do in your realistic. career what he needs you to do to be considered successful to him. Only to him. Right. Which Are you is, satisfied in your career? No. You're not. No. Well, he th- he thinks he has the answer to that. But who does? Adam. Adam has the answer to everybody I, but I, himself. Adam is the most realized, unself-realized person I've ever met in my life. Absolutely. Do I love Adam? Yes. Do I like Adam? You know Fuck what, Adam? You. I, I don't know Adam, so I can be the, uh, the odd man out here. Yeah. It just strikes me we're talking about the rehab center owner. The guy that knows, you know, like that's in control. Why is that guy in control? It's different. It's different. This this is somebody. Adam's who, a he's a quandary, and yeah. he, believe it or not, he's the you hugest. Know, Drew knows what I'm talking about. Though. No, I do. This is I've ever met. This is different. This is very different. I'd have to pee now. I'll be right back. Uh, we got to wrap. Well, let's go to wrap <laughs> right. up. We got to wrap We're up. We're gonna wrap so, up. So, oh, by the way, I, I I'm sorry that you were ever afraid of me. I I will never do anything to you. Oh, don't don't I won't, well, I hang won't on do now. Now I'm insulted. <laughs> no, watch out, Mike. Watch out. All right, out. All right. Oh, that window. <laughs> <laughs> We're wrapping up. We are wrapping up. Rod, uh, check out the Adam and Dr. Drew podcast five days a week. Also, the Dr. Drew podcast. That should okay. be fun. We are here on the uh, the drdrew.com website. You can uh, check, click through on the Amazon banner on the House podcast with Ray. Uh, and Adam, that uh, check that out on. Saturday. Is that where you Sundays beat up or? contractors? No, no, no. Adam, Adam, I didn't get to get on that show. <laughs> Ask Adam why. And check out on I iTunes the cut. Bob's album, right? What? It's your new album? Just keep them oh, alive. Oh, no, I'm playing the Bluegrass Festival. It's the biggest thing in the Just world. Just keep them alive. That's that? Oh, that no. Well, that's a parenting school class. Really? It's a parenting thing. With Greg. That's With why Greg, Greg is that. Good for you. He's like a healthy like parent. Your child. We, have a, we have a healthy parent. You know, unhealthy parent I love conversation. Greg. He's a great guy. He's and, a great parent. You know that. And, and so, and yeah, and so, really what, what about your music? Where do you get that? Well, I don't know. <laughs> iTunes. What's it called? He's What's the album called? It's called Survival Songs. <laughs> Survival. But I'm playing in San Francisco. I'm very excited. When? But he has spats. October. Look at his shoes. Yeah. Spats with um and Doc, Doc Martin. Martin. Doc Martin. Mike Cronway. Check uh, the uh, after disaster still goes on. That's all right. After disaster and miscellaneous adventures. Miscellaneous adventures. Is that uh, three minutes of Mike or five minutes of Mike? I'll go with you on a miscellaneous adventure. Is that a podcast? Yeah. Oh, I want to do that. Okay. I'll do it with you. I'll be aware. All right, everybody. Uh, check out everyone's. Uh, let me give everyone's Twitter handles at Ray Oldhofer, at Ask Bob Forrest, at Dr. Drew, at First Lady of Love, at This Live Podcast, and thislivepodcast.com. Uh, again, click through on that Amazon banner. We uh, enjoy doing these podcasts. And if you, I, I almost want to ask people, should we put this behind a paywall or something so we can keep it going? Because poor Bob comes out here. He hasn't even made his gas money back yet. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll give you 20 bucks. Let's do <laughs> no, we, we, we've got a lot invested in this system here. We got to, yeah, we got to get it going. Bob, you have a baby coming. I'll, I'll contribute $100. Okay. Maybe we should have a, a contribution site, you know, like, a, like Adam used to do. Used to do PayPal. He still does that. That big whore. He'll do anything. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll see you next time. Sunsets hiding, I miss the t-
touch of your hands or my skin Can't get enough of you, don't forget me now Forget me now I can feel the sun shining California Hope you know wherever you are I want you Like a shooting star shining bright Lighting up the night We're gonna rock it till we get it right Take a breath, take a minute, gotta believe in it to win it Cause it ain't a simple fix, like I can't spin it And I'm coming at you with a vengeance No more sitting on a bench, I'm swinging for the fences And did I mention that I can feel the lights on the stage of smoke Rising up, got a dream in my pocket and a whiskey in a cup And I say a little prayer, amen Then it's time to take the town again Shining California I hope you know wherever you are I want you Like a shooting star Shining bright Diving up the night We're gonna rock it till we get it right We're gonna rock it Till we get it right In California Spinach and I'm coming at you with a vengeance. No more sitting on a bench, I'm swinging for the fences.